So it seems like you're doing everything right, but you just can't trim that stubborn belly fat. And what should you do about it? What's going on everyone? Welcome back to the Daily Fitness Education. My name is Kyle, your host, a personal trainer in the trenches each and every single day. This podcast is uh, a shout out to Tyler uh, Bruff, a good friend of mine that I grew up with uh, many, many moons ago. I've been saying many, many moons. You know, you get stuck on like the same words for, (laughs) I've said many, many moons, that one phrase, like a good 20 times in the past. I exaggerate, it's probably like five. But many, many times over the past many, many moons, <laughs> I've said that stupid phrase and it makes me feel more ridiculous every time I use it. But uh, today's podcast, we're going to dive into stubborn belly fat, what that looks like. It seems like you're doing everything right, okay? Um, I would go through the checklist again. Uh, self-auditing your lifestyle is, well, I think, one of the biggest and most effective tools that you can possibly do. Uh, res- uh, observing, going back, being able to write down how much you slept, how much water you drank, how much you know new, uh, grams of protein, all those different things. Because um, if your protein amounts aren't there, do some research, figure it out. It's found in the podcast. Or reach out to me and ask me what protein amounts should I be eating? How can I figure that out? You can do that. On- I can do that in another podcast, and I've already done it in the past, but I can redo it, of course, so it's fresh and you don't have to do all the hunting. Um, but uh, the hard part is that we're like, so what do I do about the belly? And it's, you know, many times you can do stuff to target your abdomen. Uh, you can't spot treat where your body decides genetically to store its fat deposits or it's adipose tissue or it's subcutaneous uh, body fat. So in the stomach, it's called visceral body fat. And this is just the location. Uh, But ultimately, if your body decides to store it all there, uh, for me, it's on my lower abdomen. So if I'm not prepping for a show, I'll look a little pouchier, if that's if that's a thing. Now, I don't obsess about this mainly because I know that I'm a couple uh, a couple weeks of macronutrient um, and caloric timing. Uh, I'm throwing a lot of words out. Ultimately, if I wanted to get my body into like beach ready condition or photo ready condition, uh, I would have to just be a little bit more detailed about my nutrition and, and live the 90-10 a little bit less and go 95-5 or you know 100 nothing for two weeks. And uh, that's co- that's talking about how close you are to living in your purpose. I always encourage to live in a balanced lifestyle so you're allowing some fun into your life, uh, but. The, the outside factor is, you know, how do we spot treat the belly fat? And we can't. But what we can do is what I'm going to talk to you today in today's podcast. Stay tuned. Good morning, everyone. My name is Kyle Roush, and this is the Daily Fitness Education, the podcast designed to highlight how anyone can become successful in any endeavor at all in life. Learning every day. I'll discuss something that I've learned in the past, something I may have learned that day, or something that I'm about to learn. Through books, mentors, courses, formal education, colleagues, and practical steps with clients, you can listen along through the lens of a personal trainer and the healthy enthusiasts around me and learn from my trials and tribulations as to how to achieve the intangible habits to pursue your own future in fitness. Alrighty, end game addicts. 
So when we're trying to target the midsection specifically, we want to make sure obviously that we've been uh, consistent enough in our lifestyle habits. Uh, that's subjective. I just listened to a, uh, a podcast, or sorry, not a podcast, a book saying that you know, in the beginning of life, everyone talks about consistency, consistency, consistency. Um, but uh, the the book says, Ralph Waldo Emerson says, and I'm a big fan of, I love reading his literature, very old classical writer from the 1800s, says, uh, a fool to stay uh, consistent in foolish disciplines is, uh, is a fool, <laughs> you know. And ultimately, remaining consistent uh, to a fault is not necessarily beneficial for you unless of course we're following uh, the most recent data, the most recent science. So your consistencies should have an ebb and flow of the things that you can do. Now, uh, we want to spike your metabolism better than anything. If you want to target body fat, you can't target a specific area. You can target overall body fat though and that's where the science leads us. This has been a, a well-known uh, not fact, but standard for what we do as personal trainers. So um, two things are responsible for regulating body fat. Uh, mainly, it's nutrition um, and then stress management. Um, the third would be overall amounts of muscle mass. So if you want to be truly lean, uh, having a remarkable amount of muscle mass, uh, i.e. weight training, is going to be one of the most effective ways to reduce body fat. Uh, this goes against the, the standard uh, that's been widely held for a very long time of cardio till you drop and that's how you burn body fat. Now, um, cardio does burn body fat, but not if there's carbs present. And in modern diets, uh, it's highly likely that there's a lot of carbs present in your body. What weight training does is it allows you to burn carbs more readily. So. Uh, Cardiovascular training doesn't really come into effect to being highly efficient at burning fat until you've done your weight training. So we just wanna be very, very mindful that we are in fact uh, stabilizing, and by stabilizing, uh, push-ups, chin-ups, uh, one-arm rows, body weight squats, deadlifts. And if I were to prioritize uh, you know, one movement that should be highly respected and highly understood, uh, the, the movement that is the most taxing typically is a deadlift. Okay, so you getting more proficient at your deadlifts uh, while emphasizing spinal neutrality. That is a whole different podcast and could be done if done well over the course of many, many podcasts and then still waiting for new literature to suggest better options. What I mean by this is the deadlift is a very complicated movement and uh, has the potential to be one of the most beneficial exercises and one of the most detrimental exercises. So that's like the stability component. I would hire, uh, I would prioritize a deadlift, but if you're struggling to uh, feel confident in those, I would then go to a squat next. I would then go to chin-ups and, uh, and, and bench press or push-ups uh, to get most the most amount of muscle groups moving all at once. So if you don't wanna weight train a ton, and you don't want to be bodybuilding and, and doing like 15 different movements every workout, highly prioritizing those four in a workout a day um, would be very, very beneficial for you. In fact, there's been some recent study in the past couple of years about full body training being highly effective, uh, you know, and if not more effective than a push-pull legs, which is your traditional bodybuilding split. But if you don't have your nutrition on point, it's about 90-10, okay? Uh, and just to reiterate, I've been saying this throughout the podcast, uh, you cannot spot treat an area of the body. There's a remarkable amount of science to say that that 
is impossible. And when we start, and you know, in my own trials and tribulations, I do my best to just apply that science uh, to people so that if they are consistent with it, they get progressive results. Um, if people don't apply it, it's not surprising when they don't see outcomes. So um, what we want to start thinking about is your nutrition. Okay, uh, I'm sure you know, after weight training, making sure that that thing's in check to build a sufficient amount of muscle mass, you're not gonna be able to build muscle mass if you're not recovering properly. And this is the whole world of making sure you have time to relax, and by relax, I mean like meditate, go for a walk, chill out, stop working, stop communicating, stop everything. Um, making sure that you are drinking a sufficient amount of water, uh, and making sure that your nutrition is on point. Now, um, in order to be progressively losing body fat or burning body fat, you want to make sure that your macronutrients are on point. Uh, and when I, what I mean by this is you're eating a sufficient amount of protein, uh, a sufficient amount of carbs, and a sufficient amount of fat. And by sufficient, um, that typically stands for you're eating enough of it. Uh, in a lot of cases, it could be meaning too much carbs or too much fat. Um, that's not saying that any of them should be shortchanged. All of them have remarkable impacts on the body. Uh, metabolically speaking. So um, what we're trying to accomplish here is to um, allow ourselves to be highly metabolically active. Um, so I would say educate yourself on macronutrients, do some Google searches, give yourself two or three weeks to really do some research here, uh, bruh. Um, look into macronutrients, look into how much water I would say as a standard, especially in the summer, just drink a gallon of water a day. Okay, there's a lot more science. It can be 30 to 40 milliliters per body weight kilogram. If you don't want to do that calculation, just make sure you're drinking a gallon of water a day. 3.3 liters. Um, then I would say make sure you're sleeping enough. Sleep, 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 sleep enough. Eight plus hours. Uh, minimum seven, but I would say just make sure you're in bed for like a solid nine hours a day. Uh, World-class bodybuilding coaches will not even look at clients or look on taking on new clients if they don't have their sleep on track. Highly, highly recommended because it is the ultimate metabolic regulator. So when I say checklist, uh, how do we do this and apply this? Look at your life over time. Get a journal uh, and write down uh, each day, every morning, you know, or every night, uh, how much water did I drink today? How much sleep did I get? Uh, did I condition for 45 minutes intensely? Um, you know, am I in a caloric deficit and am I fitting my macronutrient targets? That might be a lot all at once. So just pick one of those. If you feel like a couple things are off, um, just pick one or two of those and focus on that for the next two or three weeks. Um, like I say in these podcasts consistently, many people overestimate what they can do in six months and underestimate what they can do in 10 years. So just play the long grind, buddy. Um, keep hustling at it and it takes it takes a lifetime to get a physique that you're like truly uh, proud of only because it's, it's an ongoing thing. I'm consistently trying to improve my own physique and my own athleticism. So, uh, you know, we're all a part of this thing. Um, and, and the ambition to improve your fitness and your, your, your physique and your outlook and, and all of those things. Um, so just stay the course and try and apply those concepts. Uh, what people look for in fitness, which I think is the biggest misleading conception, is that they try and find the new solution, the new program, the new outcome. Uh, but the science is pretty clear. Each one of those programs addresses one or many of the things I just talked to you about, but they package it in marketing in a way that seems new and exciting so that people will get involved. Um, in fact, I do this in my own marketing to try and talk about the end game training system. But really, it just outlines all of these pieces uh, in a very education based way. So when you're 
finish the end game training system, you're not left guessing. Um, and if you are, you have a much better educated guess on what you're searching for to find uh, information. Now, last and final piece, don't take my opinions as facts. They are opinions based on my research. And if you've ever played the telephone game, all communication breaks down at some point. So even my interpretation of the information is skewed and every single person's will be as well, uh, even under controlled samples. So all I'm saying here is try and apply it, see what happens to your life and keep working at it because we want to try and have a future-based perspective on it. Keep hustling for your future in fitness. It sounds to me like you're doing some awesome stuff, man, and keep grinding away at it. Uh, ignore the naysayers. You know, there's a lot of people who have a lot of opinions and a lot of shoulds in this world. So anyone who's going to beat you down and tell you you're not, you're not hustling hard enough, uh, they're ridiculous. Don't listen to them. Um, it's, it's usually an issue of their self that they're judging you for. So I would say, man, based on the things that you've been telling me over the course of the past six months, you're killing it. You're working hard. And that sounds absolutely awesome, dude. Um, for anyone uh, who wants to try and improve themselves, you don't have to be awesome to work on yourself. You just have to be willing and ambitious to improve your life. Um, and that's a consistent thing that I'll, I'll, I'll vouch for till the day I die. Because if any of you know me, um, I did not start out uh, the kind of person that I am today. And I have a lot more work to do, uh, humbly. I'm not a perfect person. But that being said, uh, I have some skills and some uh, knowledge that can be very beneficial for, for people if they apply it. Either way, folks, I hope you have an unbelievable day. Bruff, I hope this helps you out. Give me some feedback. Let me know if you want some more information. I'd be happy to make more podcasts for you, buddy. Have a beautiful day. I'll see you all in 24 hours. Peace.